come up. Y'all can be seated. I was looking back at pictures this week. I think uh, Pastor Nilo and I met in 2014. Oh, yeah. So it was let been a couple. Your, let me use your Bible. What? Let me use your Bible. You want to use my All Bible? Thing. Yeah. And so Pastor Neil and I, we met 2014, I think. Oh, yeah. I saw a picture this week of you and Pastor Greg's story that I forgot all about. Oh, yeah. I remember I remember then I came here. You prepared our Brazilian food. We did, yeah. One this Sunday a, night. Uh, yeah, this yes. is a, a, a wonderful time together. Yes. Would you tell it just real quickly before you share with us? Uh, so the luncheon afterwards, we're going to use it as a love offering for the project that you're working on at your church. Mm -hmm. I saw some things about your sanctuary that y'all are trying to do. Yeah. So would you just share with us a little bit about what y'all, what you're trying to do at your church and then jump into your message. Praise the Lord. You do that. Thank you. And it, you look so fine, so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> Oh yeah, you have a, Pastor Nilo's vision is failing. You have so. a, a very, you have a, a very handsome pastor. <laughs> oh yeah, and I saw I saw one guy playing that, and is this wearing a nice bird-like pastor? Eu estou muito contente de poder estar aqui nesta manhã compartilhar com vocês da palavra de Deus. Um, Esse é um tempo maravilhoso. Vocês podem entender? Podem entender? Alguém entende o que eu estou falando? Ninguém compreende? Ninguém entende o que eu estou falando? Isso é português. I'll try some French. Vou compreender? Que je parle à toi. Comprenez-vous que je parle à toi? No, this French. Mamma mia! Oh, I remember you. Give me a hug. So, be careful me. Don't, don't. Not too far. Ah! Good to see you, brother. Nice to see you, man. You look so fine. Yeah, you do too. Good. Nice man. Woo. And I, I, this guy is on piano. I remember you, Daryl, working at the, in our church. And your wife, too? Praise the Lord for you. I was going to give you a hug. God bless you. I still remember you. God yeah. bless you, man. Thank you. Really appreciate. And there is someone else that was in that trip here this morning. Oh, I remember you. Praise the Lord. Um, I have a great news to you. I don't speak English. <laughs> yes. Um, normally, we don't use English there in Brazil. So the reason why I can share a little bit in English, I have a secret. Since I was a little boy, I loved romantic American songs. <laughs> the Bee Gees. I can tell by the way I just smile. <laughs> Frank Sinatra and other... Um, the guy who used to, to, to play on pianos, Georgia, on my mind. Oh, Ray Charles. 
Ray Charles. So um, I used to take the, the lyrics just to study by myself. Never, I never attended an English course. So uh, I take the lyrics and listening on cassettes, then again. Just trying to, to learn some words. But I believe that this morning the Holy Spirit has given me the gift to speak in tongues. Just to be able to uh, communicate with you. I really appreciate uh, your um, invitation to stay here. This morning I brought, I bring uh, greetings from my, uh, my, my, my father in, in, in faith, Pastor Amadeu Teixeira. He is my father in faith. And I praise the Lord here. I'm trembling. <laughs> I'm trembling. <laughs> but I'm okay. Um, I'm, we are, my name is, I'm Pastor Nilo. I work with the Nazarene Church, and I love the Nazarene Church. This is the first time I, we, um, we found, we met in the Nazarene Church. It uh, sounds to me and my wife like a different church. It's a church who loves to receive people, uh, embrace people. This is the first time we uh, entered for the um, uh, Nazarene Church, there in Mesquita Church, Pastor Amadeus Church, and uh, we were well welcome. Is this correct to say? People received us so well, and so we decided to become Nazarene. So I have no idea that one day I would come to the United States and share the gospel in another language. This is a really weird to me. Yes, really. Because um, I don't believe that I am here sharing with you and preaching in your language. So I still don't believe that. Because um, I never dreamed about that. I only asked God for give me uh, the directions and the uh, possibility to share. So it's amazing to me to speak in English. Praise the Lord for you. Um, I think, uh, I think uh, Pastor um, John Parrish for uh, inviting me to come. Uh, my, my church there is, is, uh, is, is, is is in a, in a very poor and dangerous area. When I invited to, 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 uh, to come to that church by Pastor Madeu, my, my, my boss and my father, he said, Nilo, come to my office. I, I want to, to, to talk with you. I said, okay. And then I went there to Pastor Madeu's office and say, I want to send, send you to a very nice place. I said, oh, good, Pastor. But I have no idea where. So he said, that you got that, the name that the, the, the church is um, uh, Mesquita, is the name of the, 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 the city. But in Mesquita, there is a, a specific area that is very dangerous and violent, people killing and selling drugs. And he said, you go there and I want you to plant a new ch Nazarene church there. I says, are you sure, Pastor? <laughs> oh, yes, I am. And then I, I, I called my wife and she said, Nilo, you are the pastor. I just follow you, but I'm not feeling good to follow you this time. I says, why, Nilo? Do, do, do you know that's this place they, they have a shooting all the time and people killing people and, and selling drugs? Uh, are you sure that God is, is sending us to, to plant a new church there? And I say, I'm... I still don't know, but Pastor Madeo is saying that it's good. I said, 
I'm not sure. So uh, we start praying, praying, so God has confirmed us, and then we, we, we went there and started planning a church. It used to be a place of voodoo center. The place when we planted, start a new church, used to be a place where people used to worship Satan, like a voodoo center. No, no, you know what I mean? People dancing around the fire and serving and maybe drinking blood, things like that. But the Nazarene church bought that house and we start demolishing that house and transforming it into a Nazarene church. So many people didn't know to come because they were still afraid of thinking, oh, this is a, I would say, cursed place. Is it correct? Oh. So we start Nazarene Church. People will start coming, and we are still there planning. And that church, sometime I am preaching, and I, I heard something like, pa, pa, pa. And people uh, on the floor protected themselves, and the guys shooting police behind, pa, pa. And then we wait for a, for a certain time until it finishes. Some, the guy there in front the, um, closed the, the, the door because some guys used to uh, run out the police, that's correct, and they come inside the church. One day I had a pastor visiting us and he was preaching and they, I, I was there. And they start shooting and the bullet, pow, close to me. And they say, oh, it's like in the movie. But I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Praise the Lord. So not, not, not many churches used to come to attend the church because they are afraid of the shooting, because they're selling drugs on the corner. And sometimes uh, I'm, I'm preaching and praising the Lord. Guys are in, in, in front of the church using cocaine in front of the church. And some of them, after using drugs, they come and sit on the last bench and they start listening preaching and the, um, praising the Lord inside the church. At, uh, every Monday we have a, a, a meeting, a special meeting that we call AA Nazarene. You know what I mean? A, this is like AA we have here in the United States, just, desti just destined to guys who are uh, addicted to the alcohol and drugs. And many comes and we give uh, offer them some kind of help. We are, st we are st still there helping and blessing people, preaching the gospel that God has called us to do. Praise the Lord. Um, we had many needs there. Now we need to put the, the roof, this is the roof, plastic roof, and the finished um, uh, rooms for the uh, Sunday school and uh, cover the walls. Uh, 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 outside and inside too and preparing some stuff inside but God is so good and he's, he's helping us so well so I'm praise the Lord then give you a little um, testimony about we are doing there in our church Pastor John Perry said Nilo don't worry you can preach until 2 o'clock p.m. <laughs> no <laughs> no I'll try to be really really quick and really direct in my sharings to you this morning. Praise the Lord. I 
I, am, I, I need to pray. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, for that opportunity to stay here once again and, to, and meet these precious people, precious church. I so blessed this morning with, uh, and, and I believe that you, you good the right words in my mouth to share with them in Jesus' name, with the uh, help of the Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name, amen. Um, God, God has uh, his particular, particular way to inspire me. Sometimes uh, I, I prepare sermon. As, 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 as I think this is a normal pastor preparing sermon, writing big, taking big notes. Is that correct? But um, I have to confess, so it doesn't work with me. Mm. I, and, and every time when I take a, a, a piece of paper and a pencil or pen to take note and uh, try to, to um, choose the best chapter uh, on the Bible just to share with my people, it doesn't work. And I, know, I, and I still don't know why. I'm pastoring for more than 33, 33 or 34 years old. Even today, it's the same. It's not... not it doesn't work with me. So uh, God used to wake me up at 3 o'clock a.m., 3 or 4 o'clock a.m. Then he said, uh, now is the time. So I start. I, I can't go back to sleep. And he uh, used to, to um, send me like a roll, roll coming from the heaven. Uh, this is uh, it's very interesting. And I was praying, asking him to give, uh, to share with you this uh, opportunity, uh, a message. And uh, he drove me to the book of Act, book of Act, chapter 3. Chapter 3 in the book of Act. Pastor John, if you see that my time is just do like this, and this Nilo. Okay, then I will understand. Um, in this chapter, uh, there is a, a very amazing passage. It is that Peter and John, he, they decided to go to the church. They decided to go to the church at the time of a prayer time. It's amazing. They, when they, they uh, arrived in front of the main entrance of the church, there was a man lame, and he was begging for some help. And um, I need your help. Um, let's read. Can uh, someone, is there someone who can read to me in a loud voice, please? Anyone can read to us in loud voice, chapter 3 of Book of Acts? Few verses. Or is it. Chapter 3, book of Acts, uh, uh, until the verse uh, 9. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Um, it is, uh, I will uh, try to share with you um, a specific and, uh, and, and phrase in this text. They came to the church and uh, was a man, and uh, the attention was now driven to this man. He was there um, trying to uh, receive something. Uh, I still remember my mother. Uh, uh, we were, um, we used to live ar around the, the, the street. 
I am the oldest of my mother. Uh, Miss Teresinha is the name of my mother. And uh, uh, she had 10 children. 10 children, and, I'm, and I am the oldest. And at that time, my mother used, uh, I have brothers from different guys. Yeah. 10, my mother had 10, 10 children. All of those from different guys. Since I am the oldest, I watched, I, I saw her having some, you know, and, uh, but she, she, she used to, to ask me for help. I said, Nilo, you are the oldest, I need your help. So uh, we, we had to walk and, uh, uh, on, around the streets at uh, Rio de Janeiro downtown, Copacabana, Leblon, um, Ipanema and downtown Rio de Janeiro, just asking for money, asking for food. And sometimes we didn't, my mother didn't have anything to give us to eat. So I had no, no good time to, plenty of time to go to attend the school. And, um, but my obligation was to help my mother with my, my younger uh, brothers. Um, sometimes we did not have a anything to eat. And uh, I asked my mother, mother, uh, we're, we're hungry. We, we don't have anything. To, as she used to say, Nilo, um, don't worry about that. It's just, she used to say, God will provide something to us. But it's amazing because she wasn't Christian. My mother used to attend at the, uh, uh, at the voodoo center. She used to receive uh, used to be possessed by demons in her, her body. I can still remember her uh, uh, rolling on the floor, screaming, and the bad spirit possessed, possessing her. And uh, I, I, I tried to, to, to take care of my, my, my young, young brothers, try to calm them, because it was really uh, disturbing to us. But it's amazing. She used to say, don't worry, uh, today God will provide something to us. And sometimes you used to go to a restaurant down in Copacabana area and asking for, for something to, to eat. And praise the, praise the Lord because God used some, some good people to help us. And that at the time when they shared with us some food and she, she used to, and we just sat on the bench on, um, in front of some some store and start eating as he said I told you Nilo God will, would provide to us enjoy this is amazing but she wasn't Christian um, this man that man was there in front of the church looking for something waiting for something maybe people were well uh, accustomed to give him or past going to the, to the, the church I still remember then, we, we, uh, my mother and my brother used to, 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 to sit uh, in front of the Catholic church. And, and, and I asked my mother, why we stand or sit here in front of the Catholic church? She said, people love to help others. And some, some people used to give us some um, kind of help or food. And... This is, I, 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 I'm trying to, to make some comparison this, about, with, with this, this guy. Because he was there waiting for physical, material help. But that day, 
maybe he, he didn't have idea that some, something supernatural would happen to him. And this is amazing because when he, he saw Peter and John, and I, 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 I believe that he opened his hand, tried to ask him uh, or to receive something. But in, in, my, in my idea, he was like this. Oh, please help me. He wasn't looking to Peter and John. The Bible says that Peter and John, uh, John had asked him to look to us. And I, I imagine that he did like this. When Peter said, and John, look to us, he did like this. And so he could see their faces. And it's amazing because um, they said, we don't have anything. Why? Someone goes, goes, goes to the church to praise the Lord, this is not, this doesn't make sense because the Bible says the people used to, to go to church to bring some, some, something. Is that, is that correct? Some kind of uh, sacrifices. The Bible says people used to come to church, bring some love offering, some, uh, or maybe bring only their hearts. Is that correct? Because they, this guy asked Peter and John for help, and they said, we don't have nothing. Uh, maybe his face was like surprised. We don't have nothing. <laughs> but we have something special to you. I, I imagine now that his heart was full of, that's his interrogation. You know, interrogation. Is that correct? We, we, we don't have nothing, but what we have, this is, this is like a contrast. Is it, am I correct? When they say, I, I don't have nothing, my, when, when sometimes we, we got home and, hey, daddy, you, did you bring something to me? And they say, I don't have nothing to you, but I have something. And they said, but what we have, we give to you. And I was there at the, on, on my bed, three or four o'clock a.m., and God was sharing this with me. Then I couldn't go back to sleep, and uh, what a contrast. We don't have nothing, but what we have, we give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, and walk. And, uh, and God asked me something. What you do when you don't have anything? I think this is a good question to us this morning. What you normally do when you don't have anything to do? What, would you, what should we do when there is nothing to do? It's a question. When you face some difficult times, difficult situation, and you just can't do 
anything to answer that question. What would you normally do? This, this, tell me, this is a, tell, you get, tell me, Nilo, this is a good question. <laughs> Give me the answer. Right. Tell me, just, just tell, say, Nilo, Give me the give us the answer. I don't have answer. <laughs> when all the resources is spent, when I don't know if you you have you 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 you, you face this situation when you drive your car and then you forget to put fuel. Someone here is facing some trauma like this. You forgot, and then you passed the last gas station, and they were singing a song. Harry, you can't dance, by the way, I just my woman around, and I'm trying to talk. And they passed the last gas station, and Miss Geron, to raise the Then you realize that you, <laughs> your tank, is that correct? If you come back, you're going to be stuck in the middle of the road. If you go in front, it will be the same. What would you do? Is it a good question? We don't have anything. But what we have, we give to you. We share with you. Um, in the name of the Lord. So um, uh, God asked me, what what? to do when you can't do anything to help or solve your problems. It, it's only rest to us, the Lord. Sometimes I, I understand that God do that on, really on his purpose to uh, drive us in, into a situation just to us don't depend on, on our on answers. Sometimes when someone in our family are sick, sometimes when we need to find and respond immediately to the situation, and there is nothing we can do. There is nothing the doctors can do. There is nothing someone else that you know that have more resource can do for you. And only rest the Lord. That's the, the, this message is talking about to us this morning. We don't have anything except what God. Maybe that man was upset. Uh, I'll say, what, what would you say was like this? <sighs> I was expecting this guy give me some sandwich. I was expecting the guy to give me some Coca-Cola. Coke I was expecting this guy to give me some orange juice. I was expecting the guy to give me at least $10. But they said, in the name of Jesus, like we say, stand up, be healed, is that correct? And go. And at that time, I believe that man stood, stand, is that correct, I'm saying? And they say, oh, I heard the pastor one day saying, 
God, uh, Peter and John finished his time of just being standing, um, seated there, and uh, receiving a help of the others. Maybe he was uh, like this, oh, this my, it was my job. My job was every day someone carry, bring, bring me and put me here and uh, sit, uh, sit the, uh, in, uh, in front of the main entrance of the church. It's a good job, right? Just sit there and waiting people come and just, it's a, just this stand uh, his hand and wait for someone, someone else help. This is a good, it's a, maybe it was in his, possibly in his hand. Uh, it's my job. Your job is, is, is to cook, your job is to uh, planting, your job is to drive, but my job is this. <laughs> this is my job. But now these two guys come to me and they heal my, my legs and now I lost my job. <laughs> hey, Peter, John, come on. I gave my job back. <laughs> this is a, a way of possibly to think. But the Bible says this man, probably um, he could go home. Okay? He was healed now. Oh, thank you, thank you, Peter, thank you, John, but I have to go home just to show myself to my wife and my family. Would be a possibility, right? But the Bible says that he entered to the, to the church and he was praising the Lord. He was giving glory. He was happy. Praising the Lord because God had blessed Peter and John to perform a nice and beautiful miracle in his life. So the answer this morning is what to do when there is nothing to do? Only rest, trust in the Lord. Believe the Lord will provide. Believe that God is good. Believe that God is watching over us and paying attention. He really knows exactly what we need. What to do when there is nothing to do? The good answer is doing nothing, doing anything, just Wait on the Lord. He's good. This is the way um, God has uh, taken me to do. A couple uh, years ago, I was at the same church, as I told you um, in my first presentation. And uh, since it's a small, small church, not many people are attending because, just, uh, because the situation, the violence around, surrounding the church, people are afraid. Sometimes we invite people to come. They say, where is your church? Oh, my church is that, in, it's that neighborhood. Oh, pastor, that's not safe. Um, I don't, I don't I, do I need to go to church wedding? How to say that protection against the bullets? Call the name. Oh, yeah, this is like a police guy used to do. do uh, in your church, do you have this kind of protection to someone? <laughs> no, we don't have. The only protection we have is God's protection. Oh, God is protecting us in every time. So people, some used to come, and, um, but 
uh, I, I was, uh, we were facing um, uh, very difficult times uh, in financial, financial situation. Um, some families are selling their homes and moving, leaving that place, and a lot of houses is for uh, rent, and nobody will intend to move there because of this situation, but the church is, is still there. And one day, uh, I have a church boarding meeting, and uh, I was, uh, we were trying to find a situation that maybe close the church and move the church to another, another, another place, another neighborhood. And, uh, and they, they said, oh, Pastor, we are really concerned about, they said, what? And we decided to ask God to do. And God said, that is, this is the right place to the church to stay. Why are you intending to move this neighborhood? I said, the Lord, <laughs> do you understand that sometimes we are in the middle of the shooting? <laughs> And bullets, people sell, selling drugs, and the police, woo, 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 woo. guys jumping the, into the wall. And sometimes, one day, uh, 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 our sister who lives in the, close to the church, he was, she was cooking, and the, the, a little boy, uh, maybe uh, 16, 17 years old, he jumped over the, the fence, um, running uh, from the police, and he entered his, in his kitchen, in her kitchen. And she was cooking, and the guy trembling, and the police, pa, pa, pa. And, and she was uh, scared because he, and, and the dog's barking. And, and he, she, he said, oh, please, I promise you I, I, I'm going to change my life. Please don't, don't tell the police that I am here. And she, she kept cooking. And she looked at you, are you hungry? He said, Okay, I, and she could see the police there in front, but she was afraid to call the police and say, oh, the, the, the guys, uh, the bandit is here, and she, was, she, was, she had to take a decision. Or, and, and he said, oh, oh please, aunt, uh, help me, ma'am. Uh, I, I promise you I, I'm going to live this, this life. And she, and she was cooking. She said, are you hungry? <laughs> and, he said, and he said, oh, yes. And she prepared us some uh, food and they gave to him. He was sitting on the floor, and the police. Is, um, we are uh, looking for some bad guy. Uh, did you see someone uh, suspicion here in this neighborhood? Uh, she said, "No, I'm just cooking. Are you hungry?" <laughs> and the police. Oh, <laughs> no, we are kidding, the guy. Are you hungry? You can come. <laughs> and she and the guys went, and, and then police left, and she, now you sit here, then I, I will preach to you. <laughs> okay, you, oh, yes, ma'am. And she preached two hours' message to him. <laughs> and he, he, he was coming and attended our services. And they used to sit that behind the last band, and we preached to him, invited him to come to AA meeting on Monday night. And he, sometimes he appears and uh, attend the church. Sometimes he 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 don't. But that's the way uh, where the neighborhood where the church our church is. So uh, 
I decided to apply for a, new, uh, a job, but I am a 62-year-old guy. This was uh, uh, two years ago. I was 60. And I had to take a decision, or quit the church, or go to find a new job. And then I asked God, I said, God, no, you keep the church, and you go to find a, a, a job for you. I said, oh, now, now I will be... Part, this is a part-time, bivocational, bivo, bivo, that's correct, pastor. And uh, then I went to Nova Iguaçu, there's a big city called downtown, and then I, and I, 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 I found a man, and he was a uh, uh, manager of a glass optical store. And asking him for a, for a job, he said, no, pastor, we don't have any job for you, except if you want to stay there in front of the basement, giving flyers, inviting people to come. If I sell, if I sell, I pay you not real salary for you. Oh, I decided, no, I, I didn't have anything more to do. So I used to stand there before people passing on the basement and they, oh, optical, oh, you need glasses, or oh, not, not uh, seeing well, um, your vision is a problem. Oh, are you a doctor? No, I can see, but come, and the people come, and they start selling uh, glasses and offer me some, some money. It was January, January, a couple, two years ago. By the August, he was decided to have the surgery, surgery. And, but during my time, I used to go there inside the store and pay attention in, at his job. How he used to take measured demands, offer um, frames to the people, and I was really paying attention on his job. And I said, Nilo, are you interested in learning? Oh, yeah, yeah. And she come, and he come, uh, invited me to come, and he, he started teaching me. And he had to go to the hospital to, for a sur surgery, and he invited me, said, Nilo, Pastor Nilo, I need your help. That uh, a woman, he was a sales, saleswoman, uh, professional for that kind of job, but I need you because she's alone, and I need to spend um, maybe 10 days at the hospital. So during that 10 days, I was selling and helping her to sell glasses. When he came back, he looked at all the, the, the results and said, oh, I see that you learned how to, to work with glasses. Congratulations. And I took my saxophone, I had a saxophone, and I, I, decided, to, I decided to sell my saxophone and buy as much um, frames I could. So I prepared a small uh, wallet with a lot of, uh, like, like this open, and many frames decide, and many frames decide for guys and children and, women and, and girls. And I, I decided to go and door after door. Do you need glasses? Oh, don't worry, the optoscore uh, optical store comes to you. And I said, oh, this is amazing. This is a new kind of uh, way to sell uh, uh, glasses. Said, oh, yes, this is my personal way to sell glasses. So I started to win uh, a, little, a little money, money and uh, give some uh, my family assistance. 
Then by the December, the same year, he invited me, said, Nilo, sorry, but I can't, I can't stay with you anymore. I said, that's good because during this time, I, I'm able to sell glasses like you taught me. So in, in, a, in a small garage, in my, close to my house, in small garage, we, we transformed the small garage into a, an optical store. So this, this way I can still be pastor of, of that church at the same time work selling glasses. It's the way God is good to bring answer when you don't have answer. What to do when we don't have anything to do? Just trust in the Lord because he is faithful and he will provide because he knows exactly what you need. Amen? I would like to pray for, if, some, some, if someone, there is someone here this morning that is facing some problem that you just don't have anything but you want to experience like John and Peter, I really would like to pray for you, okay? Um, maybe someone can, could, uh, could, could say, Pastor, I don't have anything to do in some areas in my life. I have tried many solutions, didn't work. But I believe this morning again, God can make it an answer to you. God can provide an answer to you. Everybody need have areas in our lives that we just can't, can't do anything, but the Lord can. Let's, let's be standing, please. If you want to come, if you want to give an opportunity to the Lord, um, help you, I really would like to pray for you if you want to come uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. Come, just come. Stay with like this, close to me. I believe the Lord, Lord is will help you, help you in any area specific. I don't know specifically in the areas in your life, but our Lord can. Pastor John Perez, please help me, uh, praying for those who want to come and maybe give your life to the Lord, give you an opportunity to the Lord, performance, uh, some miracle in your area. God is good, and He can provide what you need. Amen? May I pray? May I pray for you? Okay, I will pray. Say, oh Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for that opportunity to um, share about a little bit about you have has done to me and my life and ministry there. We don't have much, but we believe that we have something. We, we don't have a lot of things, but I believe, we believe that we have something special that comes from you. And you can do, like Paul the Apostle says, you can do, you can do more than we ex expect. You can do more than we can imagine. You can do more than we understand uh, beyond our comprehension. And this, this morning, I praise, I praise the Lord for you, this opportunity to share about, uh, with, those, uh, with this church. And praise your name. And uh, I, I stand my, my hands uh, over those three people and over this church. You know exactly what's happening in their 
personal lives. You know us really deep inside. And I, I ask you to touch. If someone, uh, someone here this morning that is facing problems, difficult, dif difficulties in their families, I ask you to touch and show him, show them, show her that you are God that can do everything. Praise the Lord. Touch. Answer the question. Bless them. Stay with us. Be with them. Be with us in Jesus' name. I believe that it's in a hospital right now. I praise to those who are sick. Maybe there are some more people here this morning that can say, hey, Pastor Nilo, there is nothing the doctors can do. There is nothing, nothing that we as family can do. Um, maybe you know someone is drug addicted. There is nothing you can do. There is nothing your family can do. There is nothing that nobody can do, but the Lord, our Lord, can do beyond our expectation. And I ask you, the Lord, go send angels there just to touch the people personally that inside the hospital, at, uh, uh, on, on the bed, All those who are suffering now, fighting against uh, the, the drugs, or those who are fighting against the problem in the family, uh, or situation that uh, people are disagreeing uh, with them. I pray for you. Please, Lord, touch. Um, help us to, to be like those who does, doesn't have any or doesn't have much, but has have the principle, the anointed of the Holy Spirit, the blessing by the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and help us to give them like John and Peter did to that man. And for the glory of your name, in Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Thank you, Pastor John. Thank you, church. May God bless you. I really appreciate your love and care. Um, you, you have a blessed, blessed pastor. You, you, have a, you are a blessed church. The Lord may bless everybody in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Amen.